0: Hey, it's Sheila Renee, and this is No Worries Before 30s. During this podcast, you'll learn all the ways that I'm trying to get my life together before thirty, which is in about two, three years, but who's counting? So this season, we'll chat about love, relationships, finances, health, and so much more. During this episode, we'll talk about makeup, hair, and style. Rachel and Sharika and I have been best buddies since law school when I forced to enter their study group. So listen up to see how we get our lives together when it comes to balancing and living our best lives, whether it's makeup, hair, dressing up, having morning routines, taking care of our family, or just looking fly for work and so much more. We have a lot to get together before we turn 30. So, hey, welcome, Rachel and Sharika.
1: Hello. Hey.
0: <laughs> Y'all want to introduce yourselves to the people. And I gave a brief introduction, but just anything that you want to say. Sharika, I'll let you go first. Hey,
1: everybody. <laughs> My name is Sharika Shade, since we're doing middle names. Um, <laughs> I am an attorney, yay. I'm licensed in the state of New York and North Carolina, and I'm just excited to be here today. It's my first podcast, so very exciting.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. That is exciting. Okay, Rachel.
2: Hi, my name is Rachel Ann. I am also an attorney from Michigan, licensed in Michigan. I'm also really excited to be here. This is my third podcast, um, so definitely different, um, but fun. I'm excited.
0: Good, good. Okay, so let's just jump into it. This podcast, as you guys know, is about getting my life together before 30. And I feel like part of getting it together means that I should have a morning routine. Like right now, when I get up in the morning, I want to put my business out like that. But essentially, I get up 15 minutes or so <laughs> before <laughs> things really get popping <laughs> for work kind of like brush my teeth real quick and then roll over to my desk and hop online. But do you guys have an official morning routine and do you feel like it's necessary? Like, let me know. What do you guys do in the morning? So
1: I, I will say since I'm working from home, I do um, take longer than usual getting out of bed, but for some reason I have to jump in the shower I have to. That's the only way. Like I fully wake up. I need some hot water running on me. So I jump in the shower, and so my office. Um, I love them, but we we definitely do the most. Our cameras are on, so <laughs> I have from the top so rub the head down what you see i have to put so and everybody is like pretty much dressed for the most part my supervisor is dressed like like everybody is dressed compared to the other offices like some of them don't have their cameras on so yeah it's very interesting we are we are very put together so i have to you know brush my teeth um i feel like most days because i'm addicted to My little foundation. Most days I do put my foundation on. I always have my lashes on because I'm addicted to my lashes. So as you guys can guess, I'm the little diva out of the (laughs) bunch. So I have to have my lashes on. Um, What else? Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm going too far, but I, I have to uh I have to put on my lotion. And and baby oil gel or oil because my skin is very dry, so I have to moisturize first thing in the morning. Um,
0: yeah, that's pretty much it. Wow, yeah, that is a lot of effort.
1: And you, and to add, if just because there are no meetings on your calendar, that does not mean someone is not going to call you on Teams. So you have to be prepared.
0: True. Wow, I am like so <laughs> thoroughly impressed. Let me tell you, my, my camera truth. is off. <laughs> like, it, even during a teens meeting, it's going to be audio only, and you'll get a nice little square picture of my photo. before <laughs> if you try to pop up on me, um, prepared Absolutely not. I don't have time. Mm-hmm. Like, my face, mm it'd be crust in my eyes. It would be, I would be no good if I had to be our camera. Okay, Rachel, what's your story? What's your morning routine? Um, So my
2: routine has changed completely since COVID. So pre-COVID, I used to wake up at 6, get to the gym by 7, and work out in the morning, take a shower at the gym, and get to work. Now, post-COVID, I get up and do my first meeting laying in my bed with my assistant. (laughs) I check my calendar and then go take a shower. Based on my calendar, I determine what I'm going to put in on today. Um, So usually it's sweatpants, Um, so I usually take a shower, brush my teeth, and put more lounge clothes on, and then do (laughs) meetings with camera off, Um, and I have like a whole routine, and then if I have a different kind of meeting, I do get dressed and try to do just the top part of my outfit and face. (laughs) That's pretty much my morning routine, (laughs) shower, brush teeth, um, wash face, and skincare routine.
0: Skincare routine. Okay, let's get into that. What it? What do you do for that in the so, morning?
2: Yeah, my skincare routine is. Um, I'm a Rouge member at Sephora, so that means I spent a lot of money. <laughs> so I just, <laughs> I wash my face. Um, I have an essence first. No, I do a toner first, an essence, um, which is like a watery thing. I guess it's gonna even out your skin. Then I do um, a serum. And then there's a like a lotion or something I don't know base cream, and then I have like a oil and then a sunscreen. Even though I live in the house, so yeah.
0: Okay. Oh my <laughs> god, you do that every morning. Right. That is a lot. <laughs> and I, I have so much to learn. Right. right. Different Let me cream. tell y'all. <laughs> huh what <laughs> this is insane like, I mean to be honest I mean y'all can see me right now my face has absolutely nothing on it my morning face routine includes getting a wash rag out the closet putting in some water on it and like trying to slap myself awake like that's what I do when I wake up and then I brush my teeth And sometimes I pull out the scale if I want to be depressed. I'm like, let's see, did I gain weight from yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably not healthy, but I do try to jump on it and like, boom. But y'all have like very... Strategic routines in the morning, which really gets you going. And I'm trying to figure out: like, ha- have you always been this way, or has your routine changed since your early 20s to now?
1: I'd say I've always been this way. Yeah, um, it's really to me my routine, as far as skincare goes, I believe is very basic. I don't have a product per se that
0: uh, I use. Uh, I, I mean, to... not the skincare. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You say you put on uh, lashes so every day. The oil and the gel and all so, of this. So You do, do do. My lashes
1: are not going anywhere for about two to three days. So I can sleep in these. So but they're always on. <laughs> so if something happens, you know. I have this glue that keeps them intact. So, but as far as like the skin, I don't have a particular brand, is what I'm saying. So. Mm-hmm. I may do, what do you call it? Is it exfoliating? I don't know. I have some type of scrub that I may use mm-hmm. two to three times out the week when I'm feeling like, yeah, you need to do something about this. But other than that, very basic. Very basic to me.
0: Okay. <laughs> what about you, Rachel? Has has your routine changed or it's basically been the same from your early 20s to now?
2: Um, it, It's the a little bit the same, but it, it's later in the day. My early 20s, I was perpetually late, so I would just roll out of bed, take a quick shower, brush my teeth, and just keep it moving, throw on whatever my mom bought me for skincare and (laughs) sprint to class (laughs) or do whatever I was supposed Mm -hmm. to be doing. Yeah. And now I'm trying to be more responsible.
0: Yeah, as we should, because things get real with your face, your body, just everything. Mm, Yeah, start taking care of yourselves, of ourselves. So how do you guys feel, or when do you guys feel put together? Like, do you have to have these morning routines or not in order to, like, feel your best self? And then how did you develop your style and your appreciation for that?
2: Um, I think I'm very—oh, was... go ahead, Sharika. Oh, no, you go ahead. Oh, I think I'm very much like Sharika. I feel most put together when I take a shower in the morning and— then get dressed and put on a whole outfit, which I haven't done as much in COVID, but I felt the most put together when I put an outfit on, did a little bit to my face, even if it was a little bit of makeup, at least some mascara, and then um, had some kind of style to my outfit or used any kind of clothes in my wardrobe that I don't use now.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel most put together like i said i had i need my shower but when my hair is laid yeah and how I've handled my hair being laid <laughs> you know during this pandemic is i think i buy a wig almost every week or every other week to the point where i had enough wigs to wear and this was my coping mechanism And I know the people in my office were really confused at how my hair started switching. You know, the (laughs) colors are changing, the styles. My supervisor would say, oh, it's curly today. Oh, it's brown and short, like literally. But that's how I kept going. That is literally how I made it through. (laughs) Because working from home all day and then you clock out, you're still home. You're just home all day. So... I was feeling really put together when I had a bomb wig on my head, and I'm and don't don't think I was spending a lot of money on these wigs. These are not the real versions; these are synthetic wigs, y'all. Okay, yes. these are not expensive. so it does not have to be expensive. You can go to your neighborhood um, hair store, <laughs> get you a 30 forty dollar wig. You don't have to spend a band to look good. You just have to put some makeup. See, this is a trick. <laughs> Giving y'all a little secret. You just have to put some makeup on the part to make it look natural. Yes. People don't know that. Don't walk around with that part looking all, you know, basic. No, put some makeup up there. Part I to did C. hear
0: that. I did part hear to that. C yeah yes the part home. the part isn't bad <laughs> to me but it's when people be spraying the got to be glue on their forehead <laughs> and i'm like wait i don't want to rip see? out my little edges they already thin and so before you don't 30, have
1: to worry about that see look you don't even have to worry about that with the little cheat wigs because it doesn't even work it doesn't even <laughs> hold
0: just, well, I'm talking you know, about the little hurt. lace yeah, frontal are. wigs, the the synthetic ones. They have the little lace front thing, too, going on where you can comb that's out the, the real, baby edge, baby hairs. See, that's the
1: real deal hair. These little wigs, no. See, like <laughs> this one I have on, no. <laughs> it stays, though. Like, you have the band where you can, mm-hmm. like, adjust it to fit your head, and it has combs. Like, it has a comb in the back. It has a comb in the front. I'm telling you, it does not take a lot of money to put it together just have to know how to finesse it youtube is your friend true 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 (laughs) that's how i put it together
0: (laughs) that's funny so Shrika, clearly you are put together like most days but if you had to count and put a number to it how many days a week do you really like get dressed fully if you put it in all the effort And either now during the pandemic or even before, and then should this change as you get closer to 30 and beyond?
1: Okay. So (laughs) for work, I would say, what do we have? Five working days, five work days. Mm -hmm. I would say maybe two to three days. I could say, yeah, I really did it because I really had to. Maybe I had some meetings on my calendar and I really had to put it together. Um, So maybe two to three days. But you guys are my friends on Facebook, Instagram. You know how it gets down on the weekend. (laughs) Now the weekend. (laughs) I need my good shots now, Friday night, Saturday. So that's how I, I mean, that is how I cope with what is going on right now in the world. Mm -hmm. I have to. So, yeah. So it's that too. About four days, and you add wow. a weekend, and we did so on average four
0: days out of the week. Four out of the seven. Wow. Okay, Rachel, what about you? We're gonna get back to Sharika. What about you,
2: Rachel? Um, I'm going uh, one to two days out of the week, like <laughs> probably more one, where I get myself together. So now, I'm like, let me listen to Sharika give us guidance. <laughs> All
1: right, <laughs>
0: give us all the tips
1: it's so. all about what makes you feel good now i've been a primper what they call it, a primping in the mirror type of person since out before great before kindergarten i would sit in the mirror and just i've just always been like that so a good day for me is i i guess i put it together i did my hair got my makeup popping and all that good stuff That's what makes me feel good. That's Mm -hmm. what makes me feel like Sharika. Like literally, that's me. So, I agree. If I'm not, if I have on glasses, then you know I'm having a bad day.
0: (laughs) I put my glasses on. (laughs) Why do glasses (laughs) equate the bad day? What's up with that? Because I, because you can't
1: see my lashes. You can't see my like literally like that is I'm maybe in study mode or. I feel like my eyes are puffy today, so let me throw these glasses on. But on my put-together day, and I have had, like, my profile pic is kind of cute. It's because I had a, a, a wig that was popping with the glasses, so the look went mm-hmm. so together. But for the most
0: part, my contacts are the go-to gotcha. when I'm trying to show out. Gotcha. Got it. Yep, I'm going to be checking for that from now on between you and others. Like, hold on, she's got the glasses on today. I'm going to call her back later if things aren't going well. <laughs> I'm like very impressed. Exactly. Honestly, I probably dress up once a month if that like (laughs) real close Uh -uh. (laughs) i'm dead serious like right now i got on leggings and an old t-shirt and this is actually an improvement of what i normally wear which is like this little cheetah print muumuu i wear that basically five days out of the week (laughs) it's my (laughs) pajama and lounge loungewear outfit you know for work but um I don't know. Like, I really, in my mind, Sharika is my person. And, like, in my mind, I'm like, yes, (laughs) I want to do this. But then by the time I wake up, I'm like, no, I can't. And, And then I just roll over and turn the computer on. And, like, that's all the effort that I can give, honestly. Now, I do feel like for interviews or big meetings or something like that, I'll go all the way to the T, to the nines. But even during the weekend, I can't pull myself together, even though I'm not doing anything during the week. I'm like, (laughs) let me put on lounge clothes number seven. Like, I cannot get fully into it. I just Mm. really can't. Now I think also the coronavirus plays a part in this. Hopefully, when it's over, I'll be dressing up more. But like as of now, everything is audio only. Don't try to video because you're <laughs> gonna be disappointed and look at a real crazy person in the mornings. So that's just how I feel. So let's talk about makeup. We talked about lashes and Rachel, you talked about your face routine a little bit, but like, what is your full makeup routine? Once you do have to like get ready, whether it's in the morning or for a late evening event, what is your go-to makeup routine? Like what all would you put on (laughs) before
2: Oh, you wanna go. Oh, okay. an event. Yeah, so I also have a pretty extensive makeup routine. So I have a primer that goes first and then I have a combination of about two foundations. I use Fenty and Estee Lauder foundations. I mix together. Um, and then I have a concealer. And then I contour, I highlight, um, I do it all, basically. I bake. I don't bake that anymore. Uh, I put a little translucent bake? powder. Bake?
0: What, what is the baking? What are you baking? <laughs> Cookies? I don't She's understand. Fancy.
2: When you fancy. Yeah, when you put your, what is it, um, concealer <laughs> under your eye, you typically put like translucent powder to keep it from creasing under your eye. And some people keep it there longer to, I guess they call it bake, but it's more just to like, prevent it from creasing during, while it dries. But I guess people are moving away from that in the makeup industry. Then, you know, contour, blush, bronzer, I'll do eyeliner, mascara. I'll go the whole nine yards.
0: Mm. Wow. The finishing spray at the end, too, right? I'm sure. (laughs) See? This is why.
1: See, I know y'all outside of this. So this is why you guys don't go all the way, (laughs) because your routine when it comes to the makeup is very, very long. See, if you were like me, it literally takes me three to five minutes to do my makeup. I'm very basic, very basic. You guys know. I just have one. I have my foundation. And I've been using the same foundation. Well, I think I switched. So it's between MAC when I'm feeling fancy, I have my MAC foundation. And I can't think of the name of the other one. I think it's Maybelline. It's a liquid foundation. See, I don't even pay attention to the name of stuff. I just like, okay, this is the jar. This is the tube. Okay, (laughs) we're good to go. And then my and a powder. That's it. My foundation. Don't want a powder. What else do I do? I just started about two maybe about two months now using eyeshadow because I don't know. I haven't before that, I don't think I was using eyeshadow at all, like since undergrad. I don't, it was a long time, but I'm back to the eyeshadow and I have my lashes and I use the same lip color every day. <laughs> I love, I love this brown. I think it's, what is the name? Uh, What is the name? Expresso. I don't know if that name travels to other brands, but it's some little Walmart brand that is my favorite that I use. It literally takes me five minutes. And I've been using this same routine for years. That is it. Hmm. I have tried what Rachel described. I have tried to go on YouTube and mimic that process. It did not work for me. Can't do it. Cannot do it. So i just do my little basic one I got
2: my little Snapchat filter. I do want to get to like a routine like Sharika's because I do think like a bold lip, a quick like eye look, like just mascara or something, and like just like uh, uh, what is it, concealer? And like if I could do a two minute makeup look, I do think I'd feel better like every day just covering up imperfections, doing a bold lip and keeping it moving.
0: Yeah. So you just described it. Yes. That's so simple. Yeah mine is basically that the three minute or less type of routine if it's uh uh-uh, uh no yours is right. no I don't, play about play about you. I don't do everything that rachel does total play. i do not <laughs> bake wake and bake i don't know all those things rachel was talking about <laughs> i don't do that the only thing that i do myself is i have this tinted moisturizer and i throw that on it's also a walmart brand shout out to walmart but now, no shout yeah. out because they're not really paying us for this. But anyway, <laughs> oh, <I'm taking> <laughs> I found this little no brain, no brand tinted moisturizer. And I put that on and um, also some eyeliner and maybe lipstick. And that's it for work. I feel like for things outside of work, then I will try to put the primer on and some foundation and. Um, highlighter, highlights and then that's pretty much it because I can't put lashes on myself I feel like I might glue my eyeballs together shut and I won't be able to open them so that's out (laughs) and I can't do like contouring really I've watched videos but it just looked like the outside of my face is real dark and the inside is real light so I feel like I don't have the blending down with that either So I don't know. Do you guys think that can actually help your skin? Luckily, now that I'm older, I don't see like a lot of breakouts. Like fingers crossed that something terrible doesn't happen. But like when I was younger, in my early 20s, I was really worried about breakouts. So people told me all sorts of things. To try to do, like maybe try sleeping more and don't be stressed, or drink lots of water. Have you guys heard any of those things? And what really works for clear skin? Well, hi,
1: Rachel,
0: Rachel. <laughs>
2: um, I think it's definitely you know all of the above. Sleeping, water um, mm-hmm. are probably most important. Um, but I think it becomes less and less realistic for sleeping um water of course we include and i and i probably am a little bit fall into the category of easily convinced by products like i'm just like yeah i'm gonna buy these things and they say it works well um i do think at a certain age specifically when you're getting closer to 30s to invest in eye cream um at least at the minimum and some kind of moisturizer for your face and of course as um like um, sunscreen because we are impacted as black women even though uh, it's not overly
0: about yeah so tell us more about that that's my first time really hearing that that people Mm -hmm. of african-american descent need to wear sunscreen on a daily basis like Mm -hmm. what's up with that
2: yeah i do for a couple reasons especially like you know you have the ozone who like you have all these impurities that are in the environment that just gets on your face and if you're not you're not washing your face every time you go outside and then two you have all these sun rays and the bad uv's lights that can cause like skin tags or melanoma or different kind of cancers on your skin and just like we our skin is the most important part of our body it's the largest organ um and i think we don't talk about it because in the black community we don't think oh we won't get a burn but there is still a lot of bad sun that we could get that impacts us long term, just like in terms of aging, a whole bunch of things. So I've tried to incorporate more sunscreen. Now, what's hard about being a black woman trying to find sunscreen, it turns it purple. So you definitely Mm. have to experiment with your skin tones. The sunscreen has a lot of white in it and so the, the color with like white and your skin tone sometimes looks like purple or whatever undertones you have so finding the right sunscreen with the right protection rating is important and i think that's probably one of the most important things to put you know on your face
0: wow yeah i'm learning things i <laughs> had no <laughs> idea that we supposed to be doing oh, that like, I, need to go I put get on sunscreen <laughs> about twice a year whenever we go to the beach and <laughs> exactly. then, even then I forget mm-hmm. to put it on. So that's funny that um that's supposed to be part of the daily routine. Um, Speaking of like the daily routine, do you guys find yourself putting on more makeup now versus when you're younger? I'm sure the answer is yes, but like, how did you get to that? And like, how has your New older self changed. I know for me, when I was younger, I was a lip gloss girl. Y'all probably remember that song (laughs) that the girl came out with. Yes, my lip gloss is is cool. Like yes, I was (laughs) (laughs) mad with lip gloss, (laughs) clear (laughs) strawberry flavor. All the flavors. and like now, I still sometimes wear gloss, but I try to do like the brown lipstick. That's my fall thing, or like red and these other types of things. So like how has your style, your makeup style changed from younger days to now? Um I'm
1: similar similar. Uh high school days up until like maybe my Oh my gosh! I was I'm about to tell you guys something I used to do. So it was definitely just the lip gloss, right? I don't know if this was my senior year of high school into my freshman sophomore year, but I was using the liner, the black liner, and putting my gloss over it, and I thought I was popping. Oh my goodness! I never- <laughs> that and then I had like the liner like on my um like. I don't know. Liner. I use liner to make because I never, I never I don't have lashes. Like naturally my lashes suck. So I would use that to know, you know, make my eyes pop. But um foundation and all that extra stuff did not come into play until about my junior or senior year of college. So I started off really basic and then I just turned into this. And I have, now that I wear foundation, I have to have it. I just have to. I'm addicted to it. And now I'm addicted to my lashes. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere.
0: <laughs>
1: that makes sense. Without. So crazy. And I'm one of those people who wear lipstick under their mask. Don't judge me.
0: It's under there. <laughs> I've done it a couple of times, but mainly because I forget. It's like, okay, I'm beating my whole face, so the lipstick has to go. And then by the time I step out, I'm like, oh yeah, now I gotta wear a mask. Yeah, this, and this is pointless. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. All right, what about you, Rachel? How has your makeup situation changed from early twenties to now?
2: I might definitely wear a whole bunch of lipstick or lip gloss when I was in high school, but not makeup really. I like the pressed powder makeup and whatever my mom gave me. And then when I got to college again, didn't wear a lot of makeup. I don't think I wore makeup until like YouTube, like the be- beauty gurus start really coming out and like just start like mimicking them and like buying all the different products. So I guess I'm a, a <laughs> consumer, a true consumer, that easily works? convinced. <laughs> yeah um and it's just kind of evolved since then like i've would definitely took more chances with my makeup when i was um first starting now i like like the natural look and i maybe like take more risks with like lipsticks and stuff and like what kind of eye like i'll do like a blue eye or something like a blue eyeliner blue mascara
0: okay yeah that is adventurous yes I love yeah and (laughs) mascara turn up you know, one of the reasons why I can't do makeup a lot is because I feel like I don't put enough effort into, like, the application. Like, I know there's these types of brushes we're supposed to get, and you're supposed to also wash these brushes I don't know how to say this, but I feel like I probably don't (laughs) wash the brushes as often as required by the manufacturer. So talk to me about, like, your makeup brush routine. Like, do you feel like you have to get the best brands out there or do the Walmart little sponge things work? Because that's what I be working with most of the time. I do shop at Sephora, too. But, like, when I run out, and especially during this pandemic, almost everything has been grab and go whatever i can find mm. at these little convenience stores so yeah what do y'all feel about brand names either the brushes or the makeup themselves does that matter
1: mm. i think we can all agree that i am the cheap friend and if it's a deal it's for me and if it's cheap it's for me <laughs> so <laughs>
0: yes.
1: i don't even know the name of <laughs> the brushes i don't stuff like literally i'm like i'm looking at the price i'm like what 5.99 yes and then i'm like girl i got this for 10.99 $5.99. so yeah i do not care about the brand i'm more looking at the price and making it work so far i've been doing pretty good like i have this brush i don't even think i paid that much for it my foundation brush
0: mm-hmm. i
1: know i did not pay more than ten dollars for that brush and a little powder brush i know i didn't so yeah, I'm sorry. I don't
0: know. That's it. That's good. I mean, that's good to know. Okay, Rachel, what about <laughs> you?
2: Um, again, a consumer, I would say. Um, I do like a lot of the sponges, especially the the Walmart ones, because I can just throw them away. But also, in terms of cleaning, I just get a regular old bar of soap and put it under the water and wash my sponge that way because it like makes it easier to get the makeup out so that's why and it's you know instead of buying the product that people get to Wash stuff, I just literally use like a dial, like whatever antibacterial bar soap I have and just like, this will work fine. And then I think I've been, I was definitely into brand names, like all the stuff that beauty viewers were selling me, but now I'm a little bit more responsible. Like I like buying stuff like Juvia's Place, which is black owned, or my friend Star owns a a makeup line and I buy stuff from Fixate Cosmetics, like so she sells brushes. And even though like, you know, I'd rather support people who I know, or like brands I know are black owned or have interests that are aligned with my interests. So I think I'm a little bit more responsible than I was probably in the past. And I would just go to the store and be like, oh, yeah, my favorite person bought this and it was, Mm -hmm. you know, some god awful price. Mm
1: -hmm. I agree. Like, you said, I'm sorry because I wanted to, because I didn't say how I clean my brush. And then oh, I heard Richard say something about it. soap, so I wanted to know if I'm wrong with what I'm doing. I saw this girl on YouTube somewhere, maybe it was Instagram. She was talking about "Use shampoo." That's right. Is that a <laughs> <laughs> shampoo? I think, I think you can.
2: Yeah, I think you can use shampoo too. I just because you know, because then it gets like stuck, and it's hard for me to squeeze it out. And, you know, shampoo like supposed to sud up, and I'm like impatient. <laughs> So, like, I literally will sit there, like, it'll take you, like, I like go next and just clean your like your sponge with your like just a bar soap, and like it'll just literally. And then, you know, we all use foundations that are darker than like white people's foundations, oh, so you know, it, our sponges yeah. look a different color, and so I like and it, just works for me. So, oh, I have tried shampoo and I've tried, um, like the organics like body wash I've used, to just the bar soap works best for me right now, so and right. it's cheap. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really bad, but I probably just throw away brushes before I wash them. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, let me go back to Walmart. Go don't to the feel bad. Section I just started cleaning. brush. I don't, <laughs> don't have time. Bad. I don't be putting forth the effort that's necessary. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's real bad. I got a problem. Um, speaking of problems, (laughs) hopefully this is not a problem, but what's up with the workplace? Sharika, you talked about hair and you got to be more put together, but what do you guys observe at work? Are people like full on put together and this like aspires you to do more as you turn 30? I feel like for me and my previous job, People really weren't dressed up like that. I mean, they put on appropriate clothes, but nobody had on a lot of makeup. You know, they had on maybe some basics, maybe foundation, but that was probably it. Like I I couldn't tell, I wouldn't be able to tell y'all specifically what folks had on. And I think that it did shape my experience, you know, in, in my profession, I felt like I needed to look a certain way. So then I was putting on full on makeup, But then there were days that I got tired. So what do I do? I can't just roll over and now look like another person who people have never met because I'm not wearing makeup. (laughs) So like, how do you balance that? And do you feel like as you're nearing 30s that most people get fully full face slapped and beat for work? And maybe this is a before COVID question, because obviously it's not really necessary now, but- When we were allowed to go out and about, was that a thing?
2: Yeah, when I look at my mom and what she used to wear to work, it was completely different. Like, she would do her full face, red lipstick, mascara, get a suit on, and everything. I think things are a lot more like casual now, specifically at the big corporations that used to have a lot more rules. Now, I will say so my workplace was very calm, like, you could do business casual, and like most people didn't wear makeup. And it was generational. Like some people wore, like still wore things, but the younger people were pretty natural. Um, But I have felt that I feel better when I put myself together and put like a little bit of makeup on. And so that's kind of my goals is to be more put together because I think while it may be culturally acceptable now, it doesn't like make me feel good all the time. I think putting a little bit more effort into your look probably makes you feel more confident.
0: Agree. Yeah. Not only does it make you feel more confident, I think this may be not correct but I feel like people look at you differently with a different level of respect though they shouldn't Mm. absolutely shouldn't but perceptions are everything so when I think about my reputation I want people to be like yeah Sheila she's sharp I don't want them I mean you shouldn't have to think about (laughs) what I'm wearing anyways but I definitely don't want you to think anything negative like dang she never do anything Mm -hmm. to pull herself together (laughs) you know that'd be like worst case scenario so that is kind why I roll over and do something if if we are like in office and in person but what were you gonna say Sharika in regards to that
1: I was gonna say this is it's just really hard to say because I work so I'm working from home now but I work for a university and working on campus is like on a campus in a pretty large campus is is different you gotta think like you're parking and if you're not seasoned meaning you haven't been at the university for a while then your parking spot is going to be downtown (laughs) you (laughs) gotta walk up the street (laughs) to get to your office so that's what i had to deal with so heels were definitely out of the question and then you'll notice by and it also depends now are you working at a predominantly white institution or HBCU and then it this is just going back to my experience at going to undergrad like a predominantly white institution and then going my experience at an HBCU where it's like you were it's a fashion show to me. <laughs> Everybody's like dressed to the nudge, you go hair lay everything, you come in correct but it's more relaxed, it's like business casual it's like people have on their slacks and their comfortable shoes because they have to walk across campus to get to this meeting or that meeting. You rarely see people with heels on and like all, you know, dressed up. Mm-hmm. Like I may put on a dress and um, have my heels in a bag if I know mm-hmm. I'm not going across campus to a meeting. But there, there was definitely no pressure, I could say, to like really like Dress, dress, dress up and show out. Even when we like, I do trainings here and there, the key kind of is to be relaxed. It kind of like, because most people there on campus, they're just, yeah, just like informal and business casual. Just don't use the word
0: chilling. We're not chilling, <laughs> but
1: it's <laughs> more relaxed. It's not yeah. like corporate suit and tie. Like, if you're, there are some people on campus, yeah, they do that. They're like, top top higher up type of thing but nah so that like i'm saying it's it's kind of it's hard to say it just depends on what type of meeting you're going to Mm -hmm. to who you'll be around but for the most part there was no pressure good it was just my personality sometimes just have to have my makeup done hair on
0: fleet. Yeah, I'm happy you mentioned the shoes because I forgot to ask about that. And I probably wouldn't have asked because based off of my previous responses, y'all already know I'm in there with flats on. I got this good (laughs) pair of coach flats back from, I don't know, 2007 or 8. And they just been slapping ever since. Very, very comfortable and professional. (laughs) But Much to your point, there were a few times that I would like pack some heels in my bag, but I'm like, I ain't wearing this all day long, but (laughs) (laughs) if I need to do something Mm -hmm. and like snazz it up real quick, maybe I'll do that. And I've also seen a couple of people like hang up suits in their office. I'm I'm never sure why, like why would an emergency happen and now I need to pop <laughs> off with a suit. But I really like that idea <laughs> oh. <laughs> to have that. I, I never thought I of that. Really feel good having that, and not even just a suit, but somebody also, I believe, reminded me that I should just have extra pair of clothes in the car because you never know what could happen. Mm. What if you spill your coffee all the way down? your whole outfit like what are you gonna do i can't walk the rest of the day looking like that so even though i don't have that stuff together that's on my list of things to do before 30 be prepared for emergencies be prepared for the ceo to walk in have your little suit jacket on the back of the coat door so i can just slip that on and be good to go (laughs) um have the heels in the bag have some lipstick and lotion in my drawer for emergencies only, like all of those things. (laughs) So while we're talking about work, is there anything just like grossly inappropriate to wear to work, either clothes or makeup? Have people ever like, throwed on something and you're like this does not match the vibe of what we're supposed to do or have you personally ever tried to cross that line (laughs) and wear something um either on your face or any kind of clothes that was kind of like distracting should we say
2: Um, For me, I think the only thing was like really leggings. I know it's really been part of the culture now.
0: Wait, Um, you wear leggings? leggings.
2: (laughs) No, I didn't wear leggings to work, but I've seen women wear leggings and there's different like kinds of leggings. You know, there's leggings that are really jeans or whatever, Um, but I do think there's A boundary and really trying to understand your work environment because my work environment said no leggings and usually your hiring manager whoever tells you so i think just paying attention to that and most of it's now is very like oh we just try to be professional Mm -hmm. so i think um i haven't seen anybody where i just felt like that was completely out of scope but like what they were doing um i do think men's clothes in the workplace are very interesting though and i and i I think um my interactions with men and what i've worn with them like has been interesting like i've worked on majority male teams and they've made comments about what i've worn which has made me change like what i've what i what? wear yeah like, what what did they kind say? I give me an example <laughs> or like like if i'm wearing a dress or something that one day i had a dress that had a lot of pattern in it and the guy touched my my clothes in the meeting and said he really liked what it looked like on me and so, and another one of my the directors was in the room that I worked for and was like looking at him and then they had to have a conversation with him at, later and so while my outfit wasn't inappropriate it did make me like feel awkward like wearing so like the next week I wore like pretty much pants and a suit like a or a sweater so I do think um, and this is not every guy and I don't think this is every workplace but I think when depending on your environments you change what you wear mm-hmm
0: Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, When you said <laughs> leggings, I'm weak. And the the times that I see leggings is with sweater dresses and I'm torn. Mm-hmm. Like, is this business professional? No, <laughs> but maybe it can squeeze <laughs> into the business casual depending on mm-hmm. how your office is. But I feel like as a shapely person, I probably wouldn't be able to pull off like a a fitted sweater dress type deal. I probably wouldn't wear that to work. Not in the kind of off. I do feel like there are some places. It really just depends on your place of business. And as far as makeup, I stick to brown, like brown everything. I would only wear brown eyeshadow like neutral lipstick it'd be a very rare occasion for me to pop off with colors at work mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's inappropriate but I just I don't want to be too distracting like face is yeah. gorgeous that's already gonna distract you but I don't want to add ah! another layer <laughs> like, on top of that to like get you way out of your element have those men staring at me like how they were staring at Rachel so <laughs> I just uh-uh I I try to keep it kind of simple. Were you going to say something, Sharika, about what people wear? Oh, I wanted to add one more thing. Boots. I was really unsure Mm -hmm. about this when I started working. If like flat boots that go to the knee are appropriate for business, I just made it work because it was cold, but I'm not entirely sure if one is supposed to wear just dress heels or flats, but what do you do in the winter when it's cold? So I told myself that boots are okay, but also I didn't wear the boots with the heels. Those would be more professional, but my feet would hurt and I have wide feet and that can't work for all day use. So that's actually the boots,
1: the flat boots that um come up to the knees is actually a trend that I saw people um mm-hmm. wearing across campus and I was like, Yeah, I gotta get a pair. And they actually <laughs> wore them <laughs> and I got a pair. I wore them like the entire like whole winter last year. Um <laughs> like almost every day probably. Um cause, yeah, if it's work, if I find a shoe, I probably switch between like two shoes, my flats and those boots. For whatever reason, I'm like, I'm at work, I'm good it is what it is mm-hmm. and and i don't know if this is again working in higher education but there were a lot of people with those boots their leggings and their little sweater dresses yes so yeah that was the vibe um <laughs> so i guess it too is just depends on the environment where you are
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah but i try not to be um, distracting. There was one time I tried to pull off those hoops. Now, y'all know I get my hoops now get kind of big. <laughs> <I try. laughs> no one said anything to me, but that was the one time I tried to push and I had some hoops that were kind of, but yeah, that's about it. I try not to get to because for one thing if i put my braids someone made a comment about my braids one time not nothing negative they said they liked them what were they i think they were crochets i don't even think i should get into this but they made a comment it was joking it was a man (laughs) not a minority man he said he liked my
0: braids
1: yeah so that was that was interesting that was really funny so how did that make
0: you feel huh how did that make you feel feel
1: um, y'all know I'm very comical. I just I laughed it off. It was funny to me. I didn't I didn't take mm-hmm. offense to it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it, it, I'm sure it wasn't offensive. He said I like it. You just making a comment about it, but it was probably just like the fact that you're making a comment about my hair is also my interesting. So uh-huh. that's a perfect segue into what we're about to dive into <laughs> next, which is hair, like. African American hair just blows me. We are so unique. We can wear literally any style. I can have it straight. I can have it curly. I can have the natural curls. I can have those curling iron curls. I used to in the early 99s and 2000s get my hair crimped with a little crimp iron. Like there's just so many different styles. So I want to know what is your go to hairstyle? now and how has that changed from your earlier version of yourself i shall
1: go first
0: (laughs) (laughs) and this has to do with
1: money too so growing up um i did not have to pay for my hairstyles so i love my little micro braids you know just braids period right then i transitioned Mm -hmm. over to yes i gotta get a sew in right Right, yes. Um, my nana was helping finance that. Then I got to college, right? I still have my desire for these things, and thankfully, I have a little refund check, and that was in the budget. Now, I'm an adult, <laughs> <laughs> refund check gone. That is not about a help me pay for my hair and stuff. So it's funny. She said, wait till you get grounded. You out there paying your own bills. You are not going to pay for this stuff. And she was right because I am not mm-hmm. doing it. And then I, oh, on top of that, <laughs> I'm a mother now. Maybe if I wasn't a mom. So yeah, so all of that. So the sew wins are out of the picture. I learned how to do my own little crochet. So that has taken the place of getting those like individual braids. And the wins, again are out the picture because now I'm on the wig side. It's a lot, com- it's convenient and it's cheaper. So that mm-hmm. is how I have evolved over time and why. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. Like, I have a very similar <laughs> journey to yours, actually. From my way, <laughs> way young beginnings, before the micro <laughs> braids, I had these little crisscross styles in the front. I don't know. Maybe it was done with rubber bands and then my hair was like either curly in the back. That was my Uh go-to style (laughs) in high school. (laughs) I don't know why my mom kept getting my hair done like that, but that's what I was rocking. And then I also went through the braid stage. I I love micro braids. It was easy for sports. Mm -hmm. I also got some Senegalese twists. I was really feeling those um but then I wanted to wear my hair out so I would like have it in a wrap style and if y'all don't know what that is it's basically like you wrap your hair around in the circle at night so that in the morning it can lay out fresh like light like uh I don't know balance to your face like Uh it was it gave my my hair a lot of body and I was really really feeling that then in college I also Everybody was on the sewing thing. So then I was like, yes, I need this sewing too. Mm -hmm. But then when I found out, you know, now this is a couple hundred dollars. Then you got (laughs) to buy the hair. The hair is separate. Got to go to the hair store. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of effort. But I did it also with the refund checks because I was keeping up with the Joneses. (laughs) Then... As soon as I got into my good routine, and I was like, yes, I am laid, like, slick back laid <laughs> with this sewing. Everybody wanted to go natural. I was like, stop uh, using that <laughs> Brazilian hair, another kind of hair. We're only going to embrace no our self." So. <laughs> and I was like, I'm never doing that. I'm not going to be natural, curly. I don't like that. <laughs> and then I did that. <laughs> So over the past three years, I've technically been natural, but for the majority of that time, I've been a straight natural, which could be known as a fake natural. I don't know. My hair is naturally curly, but I don't always wear it curly. I was basically getting blowouts and getting crochet braids and like doing other things to protect it, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't wearing it out. Now, fast forward to now, during the pandemic, that was a big no-go when every single hair salon <laughs> shut across the four corners of this United uh-uh. States, i felt so screwed because i had never done my hair like by mm-hmm. myself so i was like mm-hmm. oh holy moly my hair looked like a scrunchy ball like tornado <laughs> because i wasn't trying to wash it and comb it and detangle it i was like what in the world i don't know what to do with this but eventually I started putting in a little two strand twist and trying to have a twist out mm-hmm. and spray some water on it. I also got into the wig game, the synthetic ones, because I really didn't know what I was doing with wigs. And I was like, I don't want to drop three hundred uh-huh. dollars. I don't really know what I'm <laughs> doing and it's going to look crazy. So I was like, let me start off small and work my way up to the good stuff. And that was pretty right. much my game plan and where I'm at now. It's between crochet braids, natural hairstyles, and these wigs. That's pretty much my hairstyle and how it's changed. But what about you, Rachel? When, what's your hair game looking like? Um,
2: I went to getting my hair like a blowout probably every week when I was in high school um, and playing every sports. Every week? Yes, my mother paid every week for me to get a blowout. See? <laughs> um, and then I went to college Blitz. and I did get micros one time, and then, other than that, I just used to find different hairdressers and experiment um and then and and I started learning how to do my own hair, so I started doing my hair in high or in college and being able to straighten it myself and then in um law school, we found a random salon to do our hair for the low low. Um, and I uh, would go get, um, like, um, I
1: forgot.
2: yeah, uh, uh, um, we used to do a whole, I used to do a whole bunch of different styles and just try a whole bunch of different things.
1: Yeah, you did. What did you do? Flex rods,
2: the flexy rods, yeah. Pin
1: curls, yeah is it? Oh, flex. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, I was doing a pin curl. Mm-hmm,
2: yeah. Then I would get a blowout, or and then now that I'm in, and I would wear my hair curly sometimes. But I also, when I went to law school, I got a I don't even know what it's called a keratin treatment, which kind of it's not a perm, but it keeps your hair straighter by like lining it with keratin. Mm-hmm. And then now I just wear it pretty much um, natural most days, and then I can still I still do my hair. Um, And I dye and cut and color my hair when I feel like it. Um, And then I go to a professional after I feel like getting something more professionally done. Mm -hmm.
0: That makes sense. And that's something that I'm struggling with now. I feel like as an almost 30-year-old, I should have a set go-to hair salon person. Like when I was little my mom also brought me to the hair salon on every week but you know it it was on a regular (laughs) cadence and i knew you know the lady who's gonna be doing my hair she would hook me up she knew everything about the ins and outs of it but i feel like moving around you know, once you've moved to college and law school and afterwards, it's hard to find that same reliable person that mm-hmm. can do everything to my hair. Like right now I have some key people, like three or four people. Like one girl can really do sew-ins, one girl really do the crochets, and then another girl does blowouts. But I can't find like one person that can just do it all and and do it all well. Every These hair salon people just... They want to be into the business. Like, I am only a braider. Only come to me for braiding. specialist. Right. They are specialists. <laughs> That's it. And while you're at it, please already have your hair washed, dried, and like laid to the side so that all I got to do is put the style Not to Not like it. the old days. So I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> Back in the day, my girl would undo my hair like whatever (laughs) style I had they would take that out for free then wash it Mm -hmm. moisturize it do whatever you got to do and then slap me with a new style so these new hair people (laughs) are just a trip and that's why it's been hard I I really want to like get a professional person to like do my hair but I find myself kind of jumping from person to person And in between trying to learn how to do it myself in case we do come into another lockdown, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do the next time? Luckily Sam's beauty was working and that's where I get some wigs online, but I really need to learn how to do it myself and take care of my own hair too. So what do y'all think about that? Are you team DIY or team find a professional?
2: I like professionals. That's me. I like going to, and, you know, in Detroit, everybody goes to the hair salon, the nail salon, pedicure, ma- manicure, and it's part of like your just routine. That's what people spend their money on, and so it's hard to find mm-hmm. someone now. And I just feel disappointed a lot. So it's like I'm, I'm shopping. I'm, I'm dating for a hairstylist. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Same here same here I forgot I'm to. Still, mention, I'm dating I sorry I was just gonna say <laughs> I forgot to mention this about hairstylists but what do you do when you hate the hair do that they gave you like most Staring. of the time I look in the mirror and I'm <laughs> like uh, thanks <laughs> and then I go back home and <laughs> cry like, I hate this why did you do this to my hair like why can't we tell them straight up like no I want you to change this style. I don't like it. Why is that so hard for us to do?
1: It's been a while. I can't, even, I can't even remember the last time that's happened to me. I think I'll, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh my goodness. When did this happen to me? I couldn't do anything about it because it was late. This lady, she's. I asked for a blowout, but I don't know what she did. My hair was so greasy, <laughs> I felt like. My nana had gave me it like, and she did it with a hot comb. This was, like, 20, um, what year, 2015? See, this is probably why people, and this, and I think I went to an African shop. It might have been an African shop, right? But they were trying to do it all. And... Yeah, she had that hot comb. I don't know what she put in my hair, but it was just not the blowouts that we were used to mm-hmm. getting, where it was just free-flowing. I don't know what she did. I was so, like, sad. I was just, like, really sad, and I did not say anything. I, yeah, um, I
2: think there's characteristics. What could I have said? Start over? I don't <laughs> like
1: my hair like Do it this. again! Do it in another way. Do it again. Buy a flat iron.
2: But, like, yeah. what they do... When I go to someone who does my hair poorly, there's like the same pattern where I feel like I can't say anything. Like, one, it's usually they're late. Two, I know going up, to i I'm already mad. And then by that, my time, I'm done and see my head. I'm like, what could you possibly do differently? Like, there's, I'm mad I have to pay you, but now I've sat here and I'm mad at myself for sitting here. Um, you know, I just, I do, I just say, okay, thanks yes and stare and never call them money down and drain right.
1: yep you'll never see me again right or if i feel like your customer service was poor Whew. or whatever the it's, case is you'll just never hear from me again yeah. and i'm not referring
0: anyone to absolutely. you absolutely don't play with me <laughs> y'all are both speaking my <laughs> language like being late that's a pet peeve and also the customer service, that's a big pet peeve. And that's kind of what I was hitting at. Like, you need all these lists of things to do. Don't come into my shop with this and this and no food. And don't be late or I'm going to charge you $10. Like, all of that is fine. But then when I don't get that same level of respect and you showing up 30 minutes late with McDonald's and you book four people at the same time as my time, and now I got to wait another two hours, I am absolutely done. No. I don't care how good of a stylist now, you are. now, now. <laughs>
1: Now I have to share my story about when I was getting us. I was getting so mean. I was in New York. This woman stopped my hair to go take her kids to the park.
0: What? I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, like, I, I can see I, if you got a pistol. I was of love, like, what? I was in shock.
1: I was in shock. I was like, I couldn't even say anything. I couldn't even say anything. I was so in shock. Oh, it was the audacity for me. <laughs> and then yeah i'm i guess i'm just not confrontational because anybody else would have been like uh yeah. <laughs> i'm not you about to give me a discount i don't even know why but still it was just very that was just not professional at all mm-hmm.
0: it's a no-go yeah. i'm telling you you got to be careful yeah i, I was just gonna yep. say interesting that um yeah, that's a no go for me. And I it's something about them asking. I'm not saying she stayed at the park with the kids. She
1: just she went to drop them off or something like that. But still, like you're We're right buying I something. They, I it was I can't even, It was a while ago, yeah. Just interesting story I, will, I want to show
0: <laughs> that is funny so let's go back to the workplace like we do we talked about makeup and style but what about hair at work and Sharika you even mentioned somebody mentioned I said something about your hair like how do you guys feel when you're changing up your hair. I know you mentioned earlier that you change it every day or every week and people say something, but like how does that make you feel when people say comments about it? I
1: think I think I'm so used
0: I'm so used
1: to it at this point because I've always been that person that's just trying different hairstyles. I remember even like back in high school I had a I had a a gym teacher who would be like, "Miller, you cut your hair. Miller, <laughs> Your hair grew. <laughs> he will always like say something about my hair. He was a white man, so I will always laugh. He'll be like, ah, you got jokes. Okay. So I think I'm I'm just used to it mm-hmm. at this point. Um I don't know. I love to talk about hair. When people have questions or they have like comments about it and they're not black or whatever, it doesn't it doesn't bother or offend me. I'm like, yeah, I did it myself, and I'm like showing them, yeah, you just it down. <laughs> just that's put- like, <laughs> <too much. laughs> I just Wait. I just get all into it with them. I don't know, it doesn't. Matter. They're like, oh my goodness, how did you do that? And I'm like, come on, let me show uh, you. <laughs> that's too much. It's funny so, so
0: much. is there anything that yeah. you? is there any style that you wouldn't wear to work and this question really comes from the nature of our profession which i didn't share before but all of us are attorneys so sometimes there's this stigma on what you should wear how you should present yourself is there certain hairdos that you don't wear or certain colors For me it's a color thing, like I try to stick with black and brown. There's no rule for this. I just feel more comfortable in my element when I'm wearing that. But is there anything that you just are like, no, I'm not gonna wear that kind of hair because I'm gonna be judged? In my in my current work
1: setting, I feel like they better not say anything <laughs> if I were to wear a color that's out there. Because there are people who walk around campus with purple hair, like just different stuff. See, so I haven't really tapped into the legal arena per se. When I say legal arena, I mean like, I don't want to say corporate America, the courthouse. I don't know what's, what goes on over there, but I would be a bit cautious about wearing certain colors or styles. I, you just don't know how the judge is going to take you, you know, or what they're going to say. And I don't know if they can say anything. You guys tell me, Taffy, I don't know. But I would feel like, hmm, let me not do too, too much and cause the wrong type mm-hmm. of attention for my clients. Just because you just you just never know. Um, but, yeah, my current job, if I want to – red hair or whatever i just feel like uh-uh don't do that because uh-uh, i don't say such yeah. and such uh-uh. okay mm-hmm. rachel
0: what about you
2: um i can agree i agree with sharika i think you have to consider your environment like for me i i've worked in corporate America and had blue hair um, in the back. I think I keep it pretty moderate. And like, you know, my boss saw it in our interview. So my hair was up and she could see that it was blue. And when I changed the color, people would comment on it. But no one was like, you know, it wasn't distracting. They would just Say, oh, okay, well, that's cool, and then keep it moving, but definitely if, and no matter what hairstyle, like, I had people say, like, oh, I love your curly hair, or I like your straight hair, or like or, like, whatever, just say, oh, your hair looks good today. It's not like, you know, where I felt judged about my hair. Um, and again, like, Sharika, I was kind of like, I wish you would, kind of like, I'm ready, I'm
1: waiting. <laughs> so, other than that, but I do
2: think in certain environments like if you're in the courthouse i do think it could be a little distracting if you like dye the whole back of your head blue and you're in a more conservative place
0: true so speaking of colors of hair and we are getting older shaking my head what do you do with gray hairs i feel like i can't be the only one at first i only had one and it was kind of like in the front middle-ish part of my head and I was like no worries it's just one and then now I found like three or four and it's stressful I'm like I'm not supposed to be an early gray right now should I die get one of those pins and try to cover these little few hairs up or as long as it's not around the edges I'm okay I can hide it in the ponies and in the wraps and kind of like blend it And people may be like, oh, I can't really see her. I don't know what that is. You know, it's just some, um, what do you call that shiny stuff? Some sheen, some spray. (laughs) They may not know what it is. Yeah, if you get closer to 30, do you think about gray hairs? And would you ever go all gray? Like, how do y'all
2: feel about the gray?
0: So I found my first gray hair. And it was also in a middle
2: part area. And I was like, i my mom pulled it. <laughs> I took a picture no! of it. No. Yes, You're not she
0: did to pull it. it.
2: Well, I didn't know that's what she did, so I didn't I didn't Google it or anything. I just she pulled it out to inspect. Um, but I do think like if I get gray like all the way across the front, I probably would dye it. Um But I'm hoping I end up with a cool gray, like a silver. Like so, if I end up being silver, I'm going full of gray.
0: Okay. What about you, Sharika?
1: Hmm. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to toot my own horn, but I, <laughs> I hope I, my family's horn. I hope I take after my nana. Like literally, she did not start getting gray hair until her mid to late fifties. And I think I'm going to take after her. My hair, if you guys like, my hair is extremely black. Like, it's like a potent black. And it's so black. Someone's asked me one time, did you dye your hair that black? Like, no, this is my natural hair. So I'm just hoping, like, I have a wow, because I would definitely be one of those people who is going to try to cover it up for <laughs> something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I was going to look at my skin tone. I don't know what type of vibe. I, just right now in my life, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be like, hmm. so who can dye this? Can I put some type of spray in it to change the color? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to take it well. So I'm just hoping that I have some time before I have to make that decision. And maybe it'll change. Maybe I'll be like Rachel and be like, yes, this looks so good on me and my skin tone. So I think it'll look good on Rachel's skin tone.
0: No, it would not look not fine me. on you too <laughs> <laughs> so, after, so one of the fears is gray hair but the other thing that I see people do before 30 and it's even on my list low-key is people just want to chop it all off they're like boom I'm Halle Berry now I cut my hair I changed my life like is that a thing before 30 and should you get a major cut like my hair's pretty much always been uh, what is this I guess shoulder length so more or less it stays around that mm. unless I put in extensions or something but yeah what what does it say about a woman who just cuts her hair y'all know I did not play about <laughs> my length
1: and I can't even stand when they're like girl i gotta cut this much off and i'm like one of those people that's like no don't cut <laughs> my hair i'm trying to get it and grow and no so like no i would definitely right now in my life mm-hmm. like how i feel right now and how i felt for years no i'm not getting a big chop i look like i would get a wig that's short now don't get me wrong but my hair that <laughs> i've been
0: working on
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i just do i don't have i can't see myself like yes i'm cutting all my hair off
0: no i don't see how people can do it and it's they do it be- Chop, I love chop it though. off. You I sound kind you. of like my mom. She is like that. She is the I am a forever grower. And then she's on top of my hair. Like, you better not cut that hair. My hair. That's my hair that I have bored of right. I'm like, what? It's going to grow back.
2: sis. Yes. Yeah, she
0: is definitely on on your no. trend. Like, don't cut your hair ever. Only get the trims. OK, Rachel? Mm-hmm. It's your glory, honey.
2: Um. So I've cut my hair probably two times about six inches <laughs> both times sometimes longer sometimes shorter and I do want to go like completely short with a cute something I like in the front but um I haven't my head may not be the shape my biggest struggle is my hand shape is <laughs> it may not be for the short hair, it's no way, so it's like you know it's a rounder it's not may not look as great so once I get there I'll probably will chop it at least once and maybe it is like a 30s Thing for me, anyway, like just doing something that's mm-hmm. for you and you can control because there's very mm-hmm. few things you can control in your life, and your hair is one of them. Not really, there's not all to, that's Jeez. not for me. I can control my hair, not everybody can, so that's what,
1: right? That's Somebody what. cut their hair off, you just don't
0: grow back, you be stuck. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I really do appreciate this. I feel like this is going to help me get my life together. I'm going to (laughs) try to do the hair thing, the makeup, style, all of that. (laughs) But one thing that we like to do here at No Worries Before 30s is leave with the final closing thought for our viewers and listeners. So please feel free to answer this last question. Before 30, how do you want to um, change up your hair and makeup goals? What do you want to do next before you turn 30? What do y'all think about that?
2: Mm-hmm. So I only have a couple yeah. days. <laughs> um, but I want to level it up probably and get um, like a new style probably. Think through what I want to take my style to in the next, my next decade of
0: my mm-hmm. life. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with Rachel.
1: Definitely level up. And when I think of leveling up, I also think of leveling up with my salary as well. Okay. I like to make- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, and that They correlate to me, you know, the leveling up, it correlates. So um, definitely become a consumer like Rachel. (laughs) Find a brand that I like that works for me and you know stick to it and try different lip colors because like I said I wear the same brown. If you go to my pictures on my social media accounts you guys are, it's the same color lip. All my pictures. I wonder if people ever say anything about that. But yeah I would like to change that. I I feel like I already experiment enough with like wigs and colors so I'm pretty proud of myself with that. Um Oh, the rent thingy that you did, Sheila. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna try
1: that. Maybe I'll dye my hair. I've never done that. I've never, like, I've never dyed yeah. my hair ever. So maybe that is a goal. I could say, like, damn, yeah. I'm gonna you try Yeah,
0: it. awesome. But yeah, yeah for nice. those that don't know, one <laughs> secret that I've had is that I use this hair wax and colored my hair purple temporarily for a couple of days. So that's, that's what I did. That was me being a rebel. Um, but before 30, I just want to get my life. That's my model. I got to get my life together and I want to enhance my makeup and hair skills and like have a special routine. Not that I'm boring, but just so that I feel like confident and going to wake up and do and how I'm going to be presenting myself to the world. Because by 30, you have a little reputation going for yourself and I just also want it for me. It helps me to know, like, all right, this is what I got to do today versus what I normally do, which is not much effort. Mm -hmm. So I will care more and I will put in that effort. So stay tuned to see how that goes and how I do that. So thanks again, you guys, to you both Mm -hmm. for coming in and doing this. I really, really appreciate it and um You're that's welcome. it thank you <laughs> so stay tuned Yay, for our future for episodes talk to y'all soon